is the only bank devoted exclusively to entrepreneurs, and we're committed to the success of women entrepreneurs and majority women-owned companies across Canada. As a proud partner of the Thrive Podcast, we're here to help you start, grow, or scale your business. Find out more at bdc.ca forward slash women today. Scotiabank is proud to co-present the Thrive Podcast for Women Entrepreneurs. Through the Scotiabank Women Initiative, Scotiabank aims to help advance women-led businesses with access to capital, education, and mentorship. To learn more, visit scotiabankwomeninitiative.com. Your insurance needs are as unique as the work you do and the industry you're in. Having the right protection in place is just the start. There's so much you can do to mitigate risks to your business for today and as you grow. At Sovereign Insurance, we're here to help with valuable information, insights, tips, and tools to help you protect your operations. Visit sovereigninsurance.ca to learn more. I landed a contract in Italy, but I need five freelancers to make it happen. I said, sure, let's chat over coffee. With Export Development Canada, risk doesn't stop you. EDC, take on the world. You're listening to The Thrive Podcast on the Startup Canada Podcast Network, where we help women entrepreneurs start and build thriving businesses. On The Thrive Podcast, we connect you with leading experts, entrepreneurs, and organizations that provide capital, mentorship, training, tools, and other support to help you make your vision a reality even faster. This podcast is presented in partnership with Business Development Bank of Canada and Scotiabank. Make your way over to startupcan.ca forward slash podcasts to subscribe to the Thrive community. And subscribe to listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Finally, we'd love for you to rate this podcast and leave a review on iTunes for the chance to have it read on air. We want these shows to impact as many people as possible, and your reviews will help us get there. I'm your host, Gomal Minhas, founder of CoreSpace, your one-stop shop for all things work, wellness, and impact. Visit kaur.space to find out more. I'm also the producer of Dream Girl, the documentary film showcasing the lives of inspiring and ambitious female entrepreneurs that we premiered at the Obama White House. I'm so happy to be here today. Welcome to the show. On today's show, we're speaking to Jillian Riley. Jillian is the president and CEO of Tangerine Bank. Since joining Scotiabank in 1994, Jillian has held senior leadership positions in retail, small business, commercial banking, and operations groups. In her current role, Jillian is working to build and execute the strategies behind Tangerine Bank, positioning the bank as Canada's leading digital bank. In addition to growing Tangerine's customer base, Jillian is spearheading Scotiabank's Women Initiative. The initiative is in place to help women get access to the capital they need to provide mentorship from Scotiabank's advisory board and to provide workshops and boot camps. Jillian Riley holds an MBS from the Barney School of Business at the University of Hartford in Connecticut and a BA in economics from the University of Western Ontario. Jillian is also the chair of Roynat Capital and previously held the role of president of the Canadian Club of Toronto, as well as director of the St. Michael's Hospital Foundation. Welcome to the show, Jillian. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. It's such a pleasure to have you here on the show with your incredible expertise and all of your various experiences in the banking industry. And I'd love to know uh, about some of the patterns you may have seen um, working with female entrepreneurs. In your experience, what are the commonalities among the most successful women entrepreneurs? 
Well, uh, thank you for the question. And the first thing uh, that I would comment upon is successful entrepreneurs that I've seen, um, it's really no different for men and for women. Um, the, the, the traits that are, I think are really critical that you see is the, first of all, the tenacity in being able to run a business. Um, it's often hard to get started when you're running your own business and there can be lots of challenges certainly day in and day out. You need to have a lot of fortitude to see through the situations, solve problems. Uh, you know, you're often the chief cook and bottle washer. Uh, keeping a positive mindset is, is, is critical and keeping that sort of end game, end goal in mind at all times. So I sort of put that all into a tenacity bucket is really important. Um, being very well networked would be a second point that I think entrepreneurs um, start off with a pretty focused skill set on what they're trying to accomplish, but it can get complicated and there can be issues that come up. And it's certainly important to have a lot of people around um, that you can seek advice and counsel from and often get referral opportunities, network opportunities. I think a variety and a diverse, strong network is a second critical point. Um, so those would be kind of the key areas that I see as uh, important for successful entrepreneurs. Um, that's really how I got kind of started in the Scotiabank Women Initiative program. Um, I was on a panel in April of 2018, and there were several uh, women business leaders uh, in the audience, and the the panel was about trade and helping uh, females in particular leverage trade as an opportunity to grow their business, and uh, many of the things that we just talked about there came up in that uh, panel and in that discussion, and that's really when I came up with the idea of start starting this Scotiabank Women Initiative to help women be more successful and, and grow their businesses uh, at a much at a much faster rate than had, you know, than, and really providing that support for them. Absolutely. And thank you for sharing that. Um, in terms of how men and women operate businesses differently, we're diving into a lot of experiences of women on our podcast, but have you noticed that there is a difference in uh, how men and women build their businesses? Um, I haven't noticed a difference in how they build their businesses. Um, I think that the, the opportunity um, for women to get access to capital in different ways. Um, I don't know if you know some of the stats, but there's about $117 billion in economic activity from women-owned businesses in Canada, and that's obviously a significant contribution. But only um, 4% of venture capital debt goes to, to uh, females, female-run businesses, and the ratio um, of requested of the, of the debt that gets asked is 14% lower for female than for male uh, business owners. So you see um, through that those stats that there seems to be um, rationale for the fact that women aren't getting access to capital at quite the same rate, which was again the reason for putting together our Scotiabank Women Initiative. We were really, really are trying to provide more access to capital, but more importantly, the money is there. It's the opportunity to access it and be able to have that mentorship and that education on how best to get, you know, I think women have a harder time asking for the money. Um, they tend to go to family and friends more than their male counterparts. So we really are trying to help females with the opportunity 
to build and grow their business and especially on how to access that capital and build their networks. So when we're looking at um, some of the reasoning behind why this might be the case, what do you think is one of the root causes for the gap in support for men and women entrepreneurs? Well, I think, um, and it's not just in this domain, but it's in other domains as well, it, it does come down often to this unconscious bias that exists. There's been a lot of research that's been completed. Um, it can be a barrier for for um, women to uh, obtain the funding for growth. Uh, this unconscious bias is a bias that all of us hold that are certain sort of social stereotypes about certain groups of people that we form that's outside of our own awareness, our own conscious awareness. So everyone holds them. And in fact, the Harvard Business School has a test that you can take to see where your unconscious bias exists. But it's a tendency to organize things into certain categories, and then you hold these biases and you don't even realize you hold them. So I think that is some of the cause of the gap um, for women and men in terms of of, uh, getting the funding. It's so funny because that unconscious bias, I can sometimes like in an instant be able to call someone out if I'm comfortable with them on that. So it, it is something that I think uh, impacts us more on a daily than we even realize. And um, you're also a champion of an initiative within Scotiabank to address this gap. Um, and you've mentioned it a few times, but can you tell us a bit more about the Scotiabank Women Initiative? Yeah, of course. Um, I'm very excited about the program. Um, and I talked about earlier the panel that I was on in April of 2018, um, where it really became acute for me the need for female entrepreneurs and the opportunity to develop a program to support females in both starting and growing and building their businesses. And when I did my research around uh, globally as to what uh, people were doing to support female entrepreneurs, there's a lot of stuff that's going on, but um, it really felt like there was an opportunity to do even more and do things that really matter and make a difference. So my opportunity within Scotiabank has been to um, build the awareness um, and the challenges that women entrepreneurs face. And our goal is to become the lender of choice uh, for female entrepreneurs in Canada. And we're really committed to building around these three pillars that we have in our program, access to capital, mentorship, and education. And we have um, engaged more than 250 Scotia bankers across Canada who have been actively involved in embracing this um, program and are talking about it with entrepreneurs, um, are engaging people in the program. Um, we are well over the targets that we set for ourselves in the first year in terms of number of women uh, entrepreneurs in the program, as well as the amount of capital that we have deployed. We've also, um, as part of the educational component, created what we're calling these unmentorship boot camps. So we've had more than 500 female entrepreneurs across Canada in various of these educational sessions. We call them unmentorship boot camps. It's the opportunity to not only network with other women, but hear from outside speakers from outside of Scotiabank on how to grow and build your business. We have keynote speakers and other tools and tips that are provided within the program. And I think the feedback has just been 
outstanding at the opportunity to network and find even more ways to build and grow business. So we're pretty excited about um, year to date, the, um, the program and the opportunity that it's bringing to women entrepreneurs, the dialogue that it's creating across our bank and our communities and the Canadian society as a whole. Uh, we're, we're pretty proud of what it's doing and we're looking forward to continuing to build on that momentum and take it to even another level in the next few years. Absolutely incredible. As someone who's embedded in the female entrepreneurship ecosystem in Canada, I know how valuable this kind of intentional programming and systemic programming is. So hats off to Scotiabank for that. Um, in regards to the, you know, you mentioned 500 female entrepreneurs going through the um, unmentorship boot camps. How has the initiative been received by women in the entrepreneurship community? What has that looked like? Um, we've had a lot of great feedback. I mean, we've been running these boot camps from coast to coast to coast, and we've been on every coast, and we've been in every community. It's being <laughs> run by local Scotia bankers with um, uh, female entrepreneurs, and in every market, the feedback has been, wow, thank you. Um, this is great. This is great for me, for my business, for the opportunity for growth. The networking part of it is one, I know I've brought it up a few times and it's so important for, for everyone, but for female entrepreneurs to have access to other people and share ideas and share thoughts, um, that part has been a really big part of the, the great feedback that we've had. So I would say overall, the feedback has been that we're really putting our money where our mouth is. And in terms of your banking career, um, from what I've read, you've been at the bank for about 25 years. How can you br bring in a bit of perspective from what you've seen over those 25 years and the real intrinsic value of this program and initiative existing now? Um, yeah, 25 years. It's, it's been a great 25 years, and I've been lucky. I've seen a lot of different things. Uh, but one of the things, I have been involved with female entrepreneurs right from the get-go, and it's something that I've always felt very um, committed to and very strongly about. And, you know, I see a lot of progress being made in terms of women in, in business and women feeling that they can do um, anything and that they can really grow and build. And um, the opportunities from what they were 25 years ago are much greater. And as programs like this, and I see a lot of proliferations now of these programs um, across different sectors and different communities than I've ever seen. And so I think the rising tide rises all the boats and the opportunities are just enormous. And I think there's a stat, I don't know who said it, but by the year 20, I don't know what the stat, 2025, we're going to see a good, a closer to a 50% rate of women globally that will be running businesses. So I think that'll have an enormous impact on the economy. I think that's all incredibly exciting. Absolutely. And that also brings us into my next question of thinking about the future. So how might you see the initiative evolve and continue to support women in the coming years? Um, well, we're trying to broaden it across different areas of the bank. Wealth management is certainly an important area. There's going to be a lot of wealth transfer uh, w over the next decade, and, and 60 or percent of that or more is going to be managed by women. So we think in the wealth management area, there's lots of opportunities to broaden this program, um, and we're looking forward to seeing it um, in other places as well. Um, partnerships are another area. Uh, we launched 
a few months ago with a Disruption Ventures, which is the first um, for women by women venture capital fund in Canada. We made an investment into that fund, and I think there's lots more opportunities with other partners to broaden this and bring it to life in other places. Because um, I think it really is something that could make a difference um, in our country. And it's already doing that incredibly. And so my last question for you is, what advice do you have for our listeners, for them to thrive in their businesses and in their lives? I, I always say to people, you have to um, go with things that you love. You have to be passionate about what you do every day. Once you have that, never be afraid of the dreams and the goals that you're trying to pursue. Even if you come up against obstacles, I think I started with the, the need to have lots of tenacity. Um, I think tenacity is critical and never let go of that along with your passion. And that will be a winning formula for success. In my view only, my humble view. <laughs> <laughs> As I, it's a very well-experienced and impressive view. So thank you so much, Jillian well, Riley, for you. being with us today. It was a pleasure to learn more about the Scotiabank Women Initiative and your career. So thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us this week on the Thrive Podcast, where we help women entrepreneurs start and build thriving businesses. Thank you to the Startup Canada production team, BDC and Scotiabank for helping us elevate women entrepreneurs. Visit startupcan.ca forward slash women to download the playbook Resources for Women Entrepreneurs with a comprehensive list of support for you and your business. And visit startupcan.ca for the latest episodes of the Startup Canada podcast hosted by Rivers Corbett. Make sure to visit corespace, K-A-U-R dot space to learn to better integrate work, wellness, and impact into your everyday life. Until next time, I'm Gomal Minhas. It's time to thrive.